وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his household, his companions. We ask Allah to bless them, to bless every single one of us and to grant us the best of the best. Ameen. My brothers and sisters, welcome to this brand new series entitled Verses of Hope and Healing from the Noble Quran. And you and I know that a lot has happened recently on earth. Many people are still struggling and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would give them comfort and alleviate their suffering. May Allah grant us all alleviation and goodness. Amin. So I'd like to commence with what some of the scholars consider the first verse of the Quran. And some say it's not the verse of Surah Al-Fatiha, the first verse, but they say that it is to be read before you commence the recitation of the Quran. So here goes. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Subhanallah. Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim. Those are the names of Allah. We will get to them. But to start off with Bismillah, the first words of hope and healing. Indeed, the name of Allah to take the name of Allah whenever you're doing anything, whenever you commence anything. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says, anyone who does not take the name of Allah when doing anything of importance will not achieve much from that particular thing. Or in one narration, it will be cut off from blessings, from goodness. So learn to take the name of Allah no matter what you do. It will give you a lot of comfort. It will heal your broken soul. It will give you lots of hope because who is Allah? Whose name are you actually taking? You're taking the name of your maker, the one who is in absolute control of entire existence, the one whom you're going to return to when you close your eyes, the one who is the cherisher, the sustainer, the provider, the protector, the curer, subhanallah, in the name of Allah, the one who deserves to be worshipped, him alone we worship, subhanallah. So. When we take the name of Allah, we would definitely be blessing whatever we're about to do or the situation we're in. Even when you're about to eat, we're taught to say Bismillah in the name of Allah. The one who provided us this food, the one who is the owner of the solutions of the difficulties and hardship that I am going through or that I may face, the one who's designed my entire life. So, Bismillah, in the name of Allah. My brothers and sisters, that in itself has a lot of goodness. But on top of that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides to focus on two of his qualities, both extracted from the quality of mercy. One is the especially merciful and the other is the merciful the encompassing merciful who encompasses everything. So when you say Rahim, it is especially merciful. 
the special mercy of Allah descending upon those who actually believe in Allah. So the believers, there is a special mercy for them. That is Ar-Rahim. It is depicted in the quality Ar-Rahim. Allah has mercy on the believers. That is a special type of mercy. Imagine the hope that we achieve knowing that there is a special mercy designated for me from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the name of Allah whose mercy encompasses me and not just me but everything subhanallah so this is why you hear ar-rahman and ar-rahim in the same uh, verse this is actually a verse of surah an-naml but whether or not it is a verse of every surah there is difference of opinion among the scholars with the vast majority saying it is not a verse of every surah but it is a verse of surah an-naml and it is to be repeated whenever you're doing something of importance. One of the most important things you could be doing is the recitation of the Quran. So therefore, we seek Allah's protection from shaitan, the accursed, which is also a powerful point of healing. Every time you're reading the Quran, Allah says, وَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ أَوْ فَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ فَاسْتَعِذْ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ Whenever you are reading the Qur'an, you should seek the protection of Allah from shaitan the accursed. That's in order to heal your heart. Without the contamination of the devil, your heart will heal. And definitely you will be able to achieve much more. Allah will protect you from shaitan. That's a lot of hope in there. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala truly protect us from all that which is harmful. So, to start off with this beautiful, beautiful verse, which like I said, according to the majority is not part of every surah or the beginning of every surah, but still to start off with it in anything in everything that is of any form of importance is actually the root of all goodness. Because to put Allah who is the root or the creator you know, the root of all goodness is definitely Allah as well. So to start off with his name would be to start off with this beautiful, beautiful proclamation that I am starting in the name of my Lord who made me the one in control, the one whom I'm going to return to. So my brothers and sisters never forget to say the name of Allah on everything that you want to do that is of importance. Bismillah. In the name of Allah. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. So in it, there is a lot of cure. And this is why Allah says in the Quran, Indeed, we have revealed in this Quran that wherein which there is cure and mercy for the believers. A lot of cure. So when you are fulfilling what Allah has asked you to fulfill, you will achieve a lot of hope because you're doing what Allah has asked you to do. Let's move on my brothers and sisters to Surah Al-Fatiha, seeing that our time is restricted, but we're not going to uh, miss uh, any of the points here in Surah Al-Fatiha especially. Here goes where Allah says in Surah Al-Fatiha, Alhamdulillah. Imagine the beginning of this Quran starts off with all praise is due to Allah. Praise is due to Allah upon good conditions that we know. But what about upon bad conditions? So we're taught still praise Allah. He's in control. Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. 
all praise is due to Allah upon all conditions. And for this reason, on the day of judgment, a caller is going to call out to say, where are those who used to praise Allah upon all conditions? And when they will be called out, they will be told to enter Jannah before everyone else. Subhanallah. So praise Allah. In it, there is a lot of hope. Hope that I'm going to be entering paradise before everyone else because I'm praising Allah. And in it, there is a lot of healing because even in a bad condition, I'm praising Allah. Praise Allah when you're going through difficulty and see what happens. Alhamdulillah, things could have been worse. I thank Allah. I praise Allah. Why? Because He is Rabbul Alameen. He is the Lord of the worlds. He created me and everything in existence was created solely and only by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no partner with Allah in creation, subhanallah. So this is why when we say Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, we achieve a lot of comfort. We repeat this in every prayer. Your prayer is not valid without this verse and this surah being recited in it because wallahi there is hope and healing in this specific verse and the surah and the Quran at large. And this is why we're talking about it. What problem do you have? Thank Allah. Remember, He is the Lord of the world. Turn to Him. He is the most merciful. Take His name, subhanallah. Look at the power of just the beginning. We haven't even started, my brothers and sisters. And we can see the Quran is filled with verses of hope and healing. No matter what you're going through, take it in your stride. Allah is the greatest. Allah says, once again, he repeats these qualities in Surah Al-Fatiha, the second verse. The quality of uh, the, the merciful, especially merciful, subhanallah. And the mercy that encompasses everything, two different types of mercy. He has a specialized mercy for those who believe. So have hope in Allah. When things are going wrong according to you, remember they are going right according to Allah. Ultimately, what do you want, O believer? You want paradise and you want to be able to survive your life on earth and inshallah with a little bit of comfort. May Allah grant us comfort, goodness, healing and hope. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala open our doors for indeed my brothers and sisters, we must thank Allah that he revealed to us the most amazing word because it is his word, the word of Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us from his goodness. وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء in the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful, my beloved brothers and sisters, welcome to the second episode of this beautiful series entitled Verses of Hope and Healing from the Noble Quran. We were moving through Surah Al-Fatiha and I just crossed the verse that says Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, speaking of the qualities of mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever happens to you, remember things could have been worse. It's the mercy of Allah that did not let it be worse than what it actually is. 
We are on earth in order for Allah to test us. Why he wants to test us is known solely and only by him. But that is part of Allah's plan. Worship Allah, not only will you achieve Jannah or paradise in the hereafter, but in this world, you will achieve a lot of comfort. Allah will heal your broken soul. Allah will give hope to the one who is hopeless. Because sometimes we see darkness and the darkness is prolonged at times. But you need to know Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Allah is the most merciful. Allah's mercy encompasses the believers and all other creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he then says Maliki Yawmiddin, which means he is the owner of the day of judgment. I will have difficulties in my life. People will judge me wrongly. I will have disputes with others, sometimes family members, friends. I may be going through what I feel is injustice against me. Allah says, you know what? On earth, people may get away with a little bit of it. Take it in your stride. Be patient. Make the most of what you have. Do not become unjust because of the injustices against you. Remain focused, remain steadfast, continue to worship Allah. He is the most merciful, He is the most forgiving. But at the same time, He is the owner of the day of judgment. Maliki Yawmiddin. That means a day will come when nobody will escape the true justice and the reality will be laid bare. Subhanallah. Allah is giving you hope to say, they can't get away with this. If they got away with it for a short time, Allah will catch up with them. Allah's giving them respite to correct themselves. When you do wrong to someone, it is Allah giving you a small chance to correct yourself before He punishes you, before punishment overtakes you. And if it is exposed on earth, and if your punishment has been meted out on earth, it is a greater blessing than if your punishment is to be given to you in the hereafter. This is why my brothers and sisters, part of healing is to reconcile on earth before you get to the hereafter. And this is why the Prophet ﷺ has encouraged us to solve our matters on earth before we would be meeting with Allah when we don't know who might be right and who might be wrong. On this earth, there is a lot of miscommunication. Innocent people are considered guilty. Guilty people are considered innocent. The good look like bad. Bad look like good at times. Subhanallah. At times we don't even know what's going on. But Allah says, resolve your matters to the best of your ability. At the end of the day, I am going to hold everyone accountable for what's, whatever is outstanding. And on the day of judgment, everything will be brought forth. All the secrets will be laid bare. Everything you held in your heart, everything that was concealed from the hearts and the eyes of other people is going to be known. Allah may not embarrass you depending on what you did, but if you've wronged someone else, then you need to know it's not going to last forever. Allah is going to catch up with you. And the same would apply if you've been wronged. Hope is that Allah knows and Allah is all capable. He's all able. Maliki and this is the reason why has a lot of hope in it. It has healing in it. Oh Allah, you alone we worship, you alone we ask for help. The broken soul who has been treated unjustly, injustices were perpetrated against him or them or her, whoever it may be. And they need to know that 
you worship Allah alone and in that there is healing for you. You alone, O oh Allah, I worship. No one knows the truth besides Allah. No one can help you and I besides Allah. Nobody can actually sort my problem out besides Allah. If Allah wants, He will create a situation that will solve my matter in a split minute. You are sick and ill, Allah is the curer. If He has chosen not to give you cure, He wants you to earn rewards so that you can arrive at the hereafter with a head start from everyone else. You've been through a lot, you were patient. You worshipped Allah upon all conditions. No matter what happens, oh Allah, I worship you, you alone. Good days, bad days, whether I'm going through the darkest of hours, in fact, it will bring me closer to you, oh Allah. That is the hope I have in your mercy. Continue to guide me, O Allah. And these are still the verses of Surah Al-Fatiha. Continue to guide me, O Allah, to the straight path. Guide me to the straight path. I have hope. Even though I'm going through my challenges, I don't want to veer off the straight path lest I become hopeless. But when I'm on the straight path, it is the path of hope and healing. The straight path is the path wherein which I will be led to paradise and I will be led to contentment on earth. My brothers and sisters, if you are lacking contentment, you need to improve your relationship with Allah and you need to let go of things of this world. Many times we hold burdens and we carry them in a way that's not necessary. We carry burdens on our shoulders that we don't have to carry. So Allah is telling us, do you know what? You be guided to the right path. That is the path of paradise the path of those whom you have favored, not the path of those who have gone astray or those who've earned your anger. Because when they veer off that path, they've lost contentment. They will lose hope at some point. And even in this world, they're not going to lead such a content life. Allah does not promise you that all your problems will be solved the way you want them to be solved. But he says, we will do whatever we know is best for you in the long term. You may not have certain things right now, but take it in your stride. We know we want to give you a better hereafter. We want you to bear a little bit of patience. And this is why sometimes the believers struggle more than those who don't believe. One of the reasons is if they haven't believed at all, they're not preparing for the hereafter. What do they have in the hereafter? But if, they, if we do believe we're going to be tested, and we're going to be tried in order for us to pack away as many rewards as possible so that we can achieve a beautiful hereafter. So bear patience. Nobody on earth has had everything they've wanted. Nobody at all. Every time Allah says, we will give you what we want to give you from the things you've asked for, we will give you. And even certain things you have not asked for. If you take a careful look, my brothers and sisters here, we're asking for guidance and we're asking for it so many times a day. And we're praying and we're acknowledging Allah so many times a day with all praise due to Him. And Allah is the one who is the all-knower. He is the one who knows what's best for us. I'd rather Allah give me what's best for me and grant me the ability to go through the challenges He's chosen for me than for Allah to be displeased with me and allow me to suffer in a way that I can't cope. So to struggle is not a problem. But Allah will ensure that your back is not broken. You keep going. Take it a day at a time if need be. Praise Allah. But never turn away from Allah. 
And this is why at the end we all say Amin. Amin means answer my call, O Allah. It's a beautiful way of ending a prayer or a supplication when we say Amin. Now, I'd like to move on to the next surah, Surah Al-Baqarah. And in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah starts off with mention of the fact that there is no doubt in the revelation in the Quran. Allah says, Alif Lam Mim, This book, indeed, there is no doubt in it. No doubt. And the fact that Allah cleanses us from doubt is already filled with hope because you can only heal when there's no doubt. Imagine if there's mistrust or you're doubting something. How will you heal? That itself is a sickness. It's a disease. Doubt is a sickness. So Allah starts off by telling you, listen, stop doubting. Stop doubting. This revelation, there's no doubt in it. And so if you want healing, the issue of doubt comes in. If you want hope, make sure that the hopefulness and that hope is built on trust and no doubt whatsoever. I'm completely with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La raiba fi. La raiba fi. There is no doubt in it. And there is guidance in it for those who are conscious of Allah. Those who are conscious of Allah. May Allah grant us guidance. May He make us from those who cure ourselves from doubt. And may He grant us the ability to see the pure path in front of us, loud and clear, shining bright so that we can tread on it. And may Allah open our doors. أقول قولي هذا وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. My brothers and sisters, we were looking at the surah Surah Al-Baqarah. How Allah commences it by mention of the fact that there is no doubt in this book. In it, there is guidance for those who are conscious of Allah, those who develop the correct relationship with Allah. So right at the beginning of the Quran, Allah talks about the fact that you shouldn't doubt the Quran. Where there is doubt, there cannot be healing. Where there is doubt, there will never be hope. So Allah concentrates on the issue of no doubt. This book, there is no doubt in it. It is authentic. It is absolutely correct. Allah says, "La raiba fihi hudal muttaqin." In a translation, we could say there is no doubt in it. There is guidance for those who develop taqwa. And just to recap, with what you may know, taqwa is to develop the consciousness of Allah, developing the correct relationship with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. That is taqwa. So when we say there is no doubt in this book and there is guidance in it for those who have taqwa, it means if we try to develop the correct relationship with Allah, that is the only time we will be able to benefit from revelation and from our relationship with Allah. How will I know what Allah wants from me if I haven't read the Quran? And how will the Quran impact upon me if I am not interested in developing the correct relationship with Allah? 
or becoming conscious of Allah. So these are all interconnected matters. Remember that your taqwa is closely connected to how you are with the Quran. Your guidance is closely connected with your relationship with Allah and your search for guidance. So continue searching and continue pushing yourself to do the right thing. My brother, my sister, you know what is right. You know what is wrong. You have to be strong enough to push yourself to do what you already know is right. And you have to push yourself to protect yourself from what you know is wrong. Simple. That is taqwa, to create a barrier between yourself and the wrath of Allah, the anger of Allah. When we talk of the anger of Allah, generally, we would be conscious of not displeasing Allah so that we don't anger Him because we love Him so much, we don't want Him to be upset with us. So it is actually something born out of love. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness and protection. So if you ask yourself, who are those who develop the correct relationship with Allah? Those who have hope always, those whom the verses of the Quran will heal. Remember that. Yes, the verses of the Quran have healing in them, but not just for anyone and everyone. For those who believe in the Quran, they will achieve comfort. They will achieve contentment. Look at what Allah says. الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ He mentions three beautiful points. He says those who believe in the unseen, they don't have a doubt. They believe in the unseen. There is a heaven coming. There is goodness coming. And subhanAllah, even if the world laughs at you, you're a believer and you know, just like I was somewhere before I was born, I'm going to go somewhere after I die. I was with my creator before I was born and I'm going to return to my creator after I die. And inshallah, I will go to a much better place. But I will live my life to the full extent on condition that it is within what Allah has ordained. And that's why Allah says, those who are muttaqeen are the ones who believe in Allah. They pray and they spend from what Allah gave them. Why these two qualities, the quality of prayer? You must pray. We pray five times a day. We should be praying. The reason is it is your link with Allah. You want hope, you want healing, you want cure, you want contentment. How can you achieve that without prayer? How can you achieve contentment that belongs to Allah without connection that is with Allah. Amazing. You need to think of that. So Allah says, on one hand, you must be on the best possible level of relationship with me, your maker. And on the other hand, he says, think about others I've made. You're not the only one on earth. If I've blessed you with something, use it to give others. That's why Allah marries the two here. They spend from that which we gave them. So they give charity and over and above the charity. You see other people in need? Do you feel for them? It will bring about a lot of healing when you sit with those who are broken and try to heal them. You see, you want to be healed? Learn to help others in their difficulties and Allah will help you in your difficulty. That's the message of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. If you create ease for someone by the help of Allah, the permission of Allah, Allah will create ease for you in this world and the next. 
if you are trying to give hope to the hopeless, you will be the most hopeful person, subhanAllah. Because we all have emotions, we're all just human beings, we all have days and will have days where we're perhaps low compared to other days. But who will help us? Allah. What will help us? Whatever we've done for the cause of Allah, the sake of Allah, the relationship with Allah will help and what you've done for others will help you too. When you help someone heal, Allah will grant you healing. When you help someone by giving them hope, Allah will help you the day shaitan comes to try and mess with you in order to make you slightly hopeless. Remember this. So it's amazing. You know, we haven't yet progressed so much in this particular series in terms of moving through the pages of the Quran simply because right at the beginning, it's jam-packed with a lot of lessons of healing and hope. But did we ever look at it this way? That's the question. So Allah says, do you believe in the unseen? You'd better do that if you want goodness. And pray because that's your connection with Allah and take care of others. Spend on them from what Allah gave you. If Allah wanted, he could have turned the tables. So when you're going through hardship, remember it's just Allah and Allah is testing us. And this is why in the very next verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, those who believe in what was revealed to you and what was revealed before you and they have full conviction in the hereafter. They are totally convinced about the hereafter. My brothers and sisters, never doubt the hereafter and never doubt the fact that Allah is the most forgiving, the most merciful, the most kind. Subhanallah. So you're going to go back to he who is the most forgiving, the most kind, the most merciful. At least do some deeds that would give him reason to grant you and I paradise and then have hope. And each time you seek the forgiveness of Allah, which should be on a daily basis, have hope that you're totally forgiven. Look forward with clean conviction that you are going back to Allah who is the most merciful. You've tried your best. You're not an angel. You're not perfect. You're just a human. For your heart to heal, you need to make sure you have hope in Allah. That's amazing. Look at how the two are interconnected. You have hope in Allah and that's what will heal you. So when we say verses of hope and healing, the two are interconnected. In order to heal, you need hope. Without hope, you can never heal. Remember this, my brothers and sisters, and therefore believe in the hereafter. Allah says, Those are the ones who are upon the guidance from their Lord. In Surah Al-Fatiha, remember we asked Allah for guidance. Now Allah is saying, who are the guided ones? They believe in the hereafter. They believe in Allah. They believe in what was revealed. They believe in the unseen. They pray to Allah and they reach out to others in the best possible way. Imagine, honest with Allah, honest with the rest of creation. And Allah says, they are the ones who are upon the real guidance. And they are the ones who will be the ultimately successful. They are the successful. Amazing verses of the Quran. Allah is purifying you, giving you lots of hope that is going to heal you completely. And he's telling you, don't worry, better days are to come. And the best days will follow after your death. 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us from that. Now, if you take a look at the first instruction that Allah has issued in the Quran, verse number 21 of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah says, O people, worship your Lord. Ya rabbakum. O people, worship your Lord. Who is your Lord? The one who created you and created all those before you in order that you achieve the correct relationship with Allah. I pray that Allah grant us this beautiful relationship. أقول قولي هذا وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين